I'll never forget when I was about 18, 19 years old, working in an architectural firm in Cincinnati, Ohio, downtown. I uh, heard a song that was new back then, and it kind of got into my mind, and I don't remember all the words to it, but it did have this phrase in it. What the world needs now is love, sweet love, and just somehow another that stuck in my head. And you know, today, as I look at this world around us, I'm sure that was a secular song, but it sure had some truth in it. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. How does that happen? Now, here in James chapter 2, James calls it the royal law. And we talked about why it's called that yesterday. But today, I just want to talk about the importance, the importance of scriptural biblical love and where it really does come from and how it can be practiced in our daily lives. It is so important. Honestly, every person, every person is born with an innate desire to feel loved, to feel respected, to feel wanted, to feel like they have personal value. And the tragedy today is we are living, especially in America, and maybe, maybe also around the world in many ways, we're living in a very selfish, self-centered, humanistic way. Oh, God, help us. Remember what the Apostle Paul said when he was talking about the lack of love in the church in Corinth, and he gave that great chapter on love, 1 Corinthians 13. He says, Now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Now, the love we're talking about is not a good feeling or a like-everybody kind of an attitude. The real love we're talking about is agape love. That's God love. The Bible says that God is love. God is love. Now, to be able to love like we should, there has to be a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. John 3:16, the most famous verse in the Bible and around the world. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Love always gives. God loved, so God gave. He so loved. The love was so deep and so wide and so broad and so high that He gave His only, His only begotten Son. That's even hard for us to comprehend how God Himself becomes flesh and dwells among us and displays the love of God. If you want to know what love is, look to Jesus Christ. Look what He did on the cross of Calvary when He took my sins, your sins, upon Himself. He who was so holy became the sin that we are, that He might make us have and clothe us in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Now, the only way we can express real love is have the love of God inside of us. And that's what Romans chapter 5 says. James calls this the royal law. And he's dealing with spiritual maturity and especially in this section, James 2, showing partiality or respect toward persons, preference toward somebody that might be rich. And the reason we kind of act nice to them is, well, in Proverbs it says the rich has many friends they might do something to benefit us so we give them a higher place of honor and exaltation in our life because we really 
selfishly or wanting something back from them. Now, my friend, that's not scriptural love. Scriptural love loves everyone like Jesus did equally. It's looking at people through the eyes of Jesus. He loved everyone. His heart was broken over the lawbreakers. I'm telling you, my friend, that's the kind of love that God wants us to have. Christian love does not mean that I like a person and agree with him on everything. I might not like his vocabulary, his habits. I might not want to be with him as an intimate friend. But Christian love means treating others the way God treats me. And God treats me with the love for Christ's sake that he showed on the cross of Calvary, and that's the way we should treat others. Oh, today, let's think about this royal law of love. Do we have that kind of love? Do you have that kind of love today? God bless you as you think about these things today.